Are you an entrepreneur about to launch a new business or a program or service, maybe a masterclass? How about a podcast? Or maybe you are about to launch a new product out into the world. Whatever it may be, I have developed for free a 14-day launch strategy that is built on 15 years of proven success with thousands upon thousands of entrepreneurs. It's created six-figure business launches, new and noteworthy for a podcast, the highest sales volume in a month for product-based businesses, thousands of people into master classes, and so on. The testimonials keep rolling in. It is a beautiful thing to witness because after 15 years of experience, I'm able to generate a strategy and a foundation for you to go out there and share effectively. We all know that the success of this launch is based on how well you promote it, generate attention and visibility and credibility, all these things that really matter. So people are excited for this launch as much as you are. Head over to jenspiegel.com. The 14 day launch strategy is sitting there for you completely free. And I'm really excited to guide you into this next creation you're bringing out into the world. When you take that responsibility in the relationship, but also in the actioning and in the doing of fostering and growing your dream, your desire, it's not your leaders, it's yours. So when you do that, it feels so good when it's accomplished because you feel like, oh my goodness, I did that. I created that. You recognize and acknowledge that you had guidance and help, of course, But really, you can look in the mirror or lay your head on the pillow going, wow, I stood up. I did things that I didn't think I could do. I listened to the guidance. I applied it. I came to each conversation as the highest version of myself. I walked through and worked through some self-limiting beliefs and got them out of the way so I could create. And that's where this feels so good. Welcome to the Becoming Iconic Podcast. I am your host, Jen Spiegel. I am a life, business, and brand stylist. And after years of helping thousands of female entrepreneurs grow successful businesses and lives, I was called to bring these delicious conversations forward for those of you who are ready to build, expand, and actually enjoy all the desires of your heart. I'm so confident that this podcast will support you as you start to elevate and pursue the highest version of yourself. Thank you for being here. Sink in and enjoy. Hey icons, I am excited for today's podcast because I don't know if I've ever heard this spoken about and I'm really excited to bring it forward because it is a necessary conversation and it's really led by the desire for you to get the most out of a coaching experience and for you really to be able to create a beautiful synergy with your leader, your coach or mentor. You see, I have been in leadership for 20 plus years and not all of those years have been fun. There's been a lot of growth, a lot of mucky moments, but there's been so much realization through those 20 years of what it takes to create that beautiful synergy between yourself and your leader. 
as a leader, I have witnessed people come to me and want to partner with me because they have witnessed the success and how I lead my life. And so they're really interested in understanding the lessons I've learned and they want to create something similar in their own lives. And they come to the relationship so open, so willing, so ready. And I always look for hunger in somebody. That is just something I don't think you can teach. But when somebody comes forward and wants to be in partnership with me and is hungry to create a beautiful life for themselves and and really grasp those desires, those goals, and and go and cultivate this incredible vision for themselves, I'm like, sign me up. I'm in partnership with you because, again, it's very difficult to teach somebody that feeling, that vibration, that hunger. But I've also partnered with people who I believe expected me to fix them, fix their relationships, fix their business, and really came into it with a dependency upon me as a leader. And this can be really exhausting for both parties and something I really want to sink into today to help you identify if maybe you are coming forward in that relationship in any way, shape or form in this capacity and to be able to tweak and shift and take on radical responsibility for your life, your business and so on. You see, a good leader, one who I would want to partner with, not only has the experience and the evidence of success, but also is someone who is not afraid to build leaders. I don't want codependency on the people who I work with, meaning I don't want them to always have to need me. To me, defining the success in my leadership and the coaching is that eventually they can spread their own wings and they have graduated. The relationship is complete. It is done and being what it was meant to do. And they move on and grow and prosper in more areas. That's true leadership. A leader is the one that teaches and trains and pours into people and then steps aside to allow them to rise. So be careful if you are in a mentorship or have a leader who is always needing to be needed. That is not a good thing. And that will create a codependent relationship. That's another podcast for another day. But I want to talk to you, the mentoree, (laughs) the person coming forward to that leader and really wanting to have this relationship and guidance from her and this responsibility that lies upon you. So a lot of times people will come into a relationship with a leader and the expectations are completely set on her. They want that leader to be available. They want that leader to have all the answers. They want that leader to tell them what to do. They want that leader to validate them. They want that leader to fill every nook and cranny and void within their lives. And those expectations are not only incorrect, but so unfair to a leader. That is not a leader's job. That is your job. And so that's my first point. Any expectations you have going into a leadership partnership should be upon yourself. Look in the mirror. What is your expectation out of this relationship? What will you do? How will you show up to each conversation? What is the work you will do? How willing are you to stretch and do something different and look at things with a fresh perspective? The expectation needs to be on you, my friends. Now, does that take any expectation of wanting to feel loved on and and receive from that leader? No, of course not. 
But the focus for me should be in the mirror. Because when I'm coaching someone and I know they show up on that call, they're showing up assured and confident, ready to learn, ready to add ideas and create a conversation versus sitting back in their chair and wanting me to give to them and they just want to sit back and receive. It's such a different vibe. It's such a different energy. You will get so much more out of your mentor when you come with your best foot forward. Trust me, because what you do is you elevate her. So it's not about the leader constantly lifting you. What if you both lift each other? I start my calls with that. What are you bringing to the table? I know as a leader what I'm bringing. You don't have to tell me. I know it. And I have leaders, so I know what I want to do and some of the things I don't want to do. So I am looking in the mirror and coming with those expectations of self. But the people I am mentoring, I ask them, what are you bringing to this conversation? Because that willingness to identify our own responsibility creates so much growth. The experience is so much more prosperous and abundant because both people are coming as the highest versions. The other thing is if you don't have expectations upon yourself and all the expectations rely upon that leader filling things for you and doing things for you and being there for you, you will quickly blame that leader or mentor for anything. Business isn't growing. I'm not getting enough support from my mentor, not gaining any clients. She's not telling me how to do this properly, not having these great sort of harmonious conversations at home while building the business. Well, she's not, she's not helping me with my business. She's making me do all these things. And it's a constant blaming of the leader. There's like a target on her back because you have put everything in her corner, in her responsibility bucket and it's not hers. Now it's different if you have a leader that is not fulfilling their end of the bargain and showing up and guiding. I get that that again, this is a different conversation. I'm talking about the leaders that stand up and are supportive and guiding, but yet you're so quick to blame them when something isn't going away as planned because the expectations have all been set on her and you're not taking this radical responsibility for the growth of the business. And here's the thing you have to remember when you take that responsibility in the relationship, but also in the actioning and in the doing of fostering and growing your dream your desire. It's not your leaders. It's yours. So when you do that, it feels so good when it's accomplished because you feel like, oh my goodness, I did that. I created that. You recognize and acknowledge that you had guidance and help, of course, but really you can look in the mirror or lay your head on the pillow going, wow, I stood up. I did things that I didn't think I could do. I listened to the guidance. I applied it. I came to each conversation as the highest version of myself. I walked through and worked through some self-limiting beliefs and got them out of the way so I could create. And that's where this feels so good. And it feels so much better than thinking she built it for me. I don't believe there's a whole lot 
of good feels around that if somebody built your business and it's not sustainable that way either. You don't want a leader that you have to have. Otherwise your business is going to crumble. You want a leader that blesses and guides and shows you ways in which to sustain and grow and foster and develop, create harmony in your life. I'm going to tell you things right here. And these are not, I I really am not stuck in these stories anymore, but these were real life things that were blamed on me. I mean, it's astonishing to me now. And I wish I had known back then what I do now, because I would have handled the situations very different. But at the time I didn't have the confidence and leadership that I do today. But here are things like actual things that people blamed me for as a leader Okay, so you can see the skewed expectations right in this. I went through a divorce as a leader and I was leading thousands of people at that point. And people actually said, I don't want to get successful like Jen because I'll get a divorce. People actually used my divorce as their reason for not building their business. I mean, mind boggling stuff, insulting very interesting and hard to wrap my mind around that my personal journey, my trauma, you're using that as your excuse to not do the things you need to do to grow your business. Like, wow. And those were unrealistic expectations upon myself. They were looking at me as the image of what they wanted and wanted to create instead of looking in the mirror and realizing who am I on this journey? What do I want to stand in? What are my values? What are my goals? And Jen is a great resource, but I am ultimately creating my destiny. Jen's destiny is not mine. And as a matter of fact, I even think, what if you did it better than me? I hope you do it better than me. I don't want anybody to have to go through a divorce if it's unnecessary. (laughs) So these were really strange things that happened in my leadership. Second time I got blamed was when I had babies. So I am here building this massive business, leading, birthing babies. What a joyful, beautiful experience in my life. And people actually said, well, she's not as available now because she had a baby. So my business isn't growing. I mean, the audacity. So here you are blaming me when I could be celebrated. You could be like sending me love and light and like, way to go mama. You're mama three. Now you're mama four. I mean, I remember texting in my hospital bed after birthing my third child, like literally within, I would say one or two hours of birthing her. And here's where I take my responsibility. I taught people how to treat me. And I had zero boundaries. So of course I need to own some of the expectations that were set upon me, but these are examples to catch yourself. If you are looking at your leader or your mentor right now going, well, you know, she's this, or she's not that, or she's not fulfilling my needs, my desires. That is not up to her. (laughs) It is yours. The third time I got blamed was when I started my own personal brand and this podcast and coaching. I mean, people literally got upset with me. (laughs) 
And instead of seeing like, wow, look at her capacity, look how much she's able to give, look what she's able to accomplish. They literally took that upon themselves to create blame and justifying why their businesses or whatever capacity they were in my life wasn't growing. And again, I don't say any of this in like, oh, poor Jen. It's now just something I realize is a part of leadership, but I can identify it quickly now and quickly create a shift in that relationship to say, what exactly are your expectations of me? And here are my expectations of me as as your leader. Here, Here is what I will uphold to. So if I don't uphold to those things, let's have a conversation. Call me out, please. I want to hear from you. But now let's turn to you. What are the expectations of yourself? Because God forbid something happened to me or something in my life takes my attention away. I don't want the responsibility of your business on my shoulders. I got enough of that in my own life. Instead, I want to be that leader for you that creates that leadership, that confidence, assurance, the momentum in your life that you spread your wings and you lead with or without me. And that comes through a lot of practice. I've practiced and practiced and practiced and learned and grown and really been able to pull out of people these great heart-centered partnerships because we are coming together as our best selves versus people coming into our relationship with the idea that I am going to fix it or create it or grow it or have all the answers. Let's not blame the leader or mentor for things that are not happening in our lives. And if let's even assume you have a leader or mentor in your life that is not really fulfilling their end of the bargain, which can happen for many reasons. Maybe she's having a baby. (laughs) Maybe she's juggling how to create synergy or time alone or boundaries with kids home doing online learning. There's so many things that can happen. She is a human being just like you with other things in her life, just like you. But let's assume for a second, she's just not living up to the standard in which she had expressed she would. Can you do her a favor and your alignment, values, integrity, a favor, and actually have an adult conversation and say, hey, I'm feeling like there's a disconnect or I'm really missing connection with you. Is there something I could do or is there a way in which we can pick this back up and give her the benefit of the doubt, give her love and grace And be that adult, that leader in the relationship in that moment to cultivate a new experience. And it comes by honestly giving her the benefit of the doubt and expecting the best in each other. This is really important and will literally change your life in terms of relationship and partnership with leaders. When you can take on that expectation responsibility, when you step into the highest version of yourself with confidence, when you come into the conversations with your mentor thinking, I have something to add to, that this is not just me sitting back to receive, but instead I can give a little bit too. And when you know that the outcome of your success is entirely up to you and you alone, you just trust me, the whole vibe will change. Leadership rises to the occasion. So you will rise to the occasion, but so will she. I can't tell you how many times I've had to work through pulling somebody up 
imagine coming into a conversation. Like I can't tell you how much I appreciate it when I walk into a conversation and somebody's already up there and I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's do the thing versus spending all this time pulling you up and pulling things out of you and justifying and blaming has no business in that kind of partnership. If it's the wrong leader, move along. There's lots of them. (laughs) sometimes it's simply that it's just not the right synergy, not the right connection. And that's okay. That doesn't mean one's right. One's wrong. It just means it's different. And we, again, expect the best in each other and we graduate and move along and say that relationship is complete. Thank you for that experience. There's always going to be a lesson. I've had leaders that have taught me what I don't want to do, how I don't want to treat people. And I think leadership, if we're honest, a lot of that is that, right? Like people would think, oh, I would do this differently or I would behave this differently. And so that's different. So learning a lesson through a leader and things that maybe you would want to do differently is different than blaming. So this is how to create beautiful relationship with a coach, a mentor, or a leader. Your expectations of self, radical responsibility, expecting the best in her, and remembering that you get to create a beautiful, beautiful partnership with someone who has wisdom and lessons and experience that will expedite your success, but it is not up to her. It is not up to her. And when you take that on and roll your shoulders back, ooh, there'll be no stopping you. I look forward to seeing that. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you know how deeply grateful I am for the time and space you give to the Becoming Iconic podcast. It is an honor and a privilege to show up here twice a week and pour into you. And thank you for those five-star reviews that you've been giving and those beautiful compliments. It means so much. And the time you spend to do that is just the most beautiful way to give back. The other thing I wanna challenge us to as a community is to share more. It's so simple to copy this link into a text to a friend who you think would benefit from what you just listened to or share it into your stories. Make sure to tag me, by the way, because I love resharing and allowing your network to maybe discover something that they wouldn't have if it weren't for you. And just a gentle reminder that jenspiegel.com, that website was designed for you, for you in mind and what you need in your life and business, the blog, the resources, the different ways of working together, they all sit there and they're available to you. So I challenge you to go over there and make it a habit of checking out what's new and exciting. At the end of the day, I just want you to know I love this community. I appreciate being able to show up for you and I just just want you to make it a great day.